Greetings and blessings to all of you. You know, in a few days we will celebrate Ash Wednesday and begin this wonderful season in which you and I are called to repentance and conversion. You know, how a person goes about the journey of conversion may be different for each of us, but Lent is not meant to be kind of a solemn and gloomy season, but it's meant to be a season of grace. And it should be a season that we take seriously, but a joyful season because it does lead to this new life in Christ Jesus. But I believe if we want Easter to be meaningful, we have to embark on this path of turning away from sin and living more intentionally the gospel message of love. And in order to come to a deeper understanding of this love, we have to come to grips, I think, about ourselves and the fact that we are sinners in need of God's love and mercy. And therefore, we turn to him with our whole heart and mind. This is what repentance is about. And from there, we come to understand that it is God who wants to convert our hearts. It's God who wants to change our hearts so that we can see the truth about him more clearly and we can see the truth about ourselves more clearly. And we can't convert ourselves. It's the Lord who does it, but only with our cooperation. But we have to submit to conversion, say yes to it. Then the Lord will lead us to a new life through his love and mercy. Doesn't that sound like an exciting, grace-filled Lenten season? You know, the most basic principle of, of Christian moral life is the awareness that every person has been created in God's image and likeness and created for a relationship with the Lord. And it is sin that damages his relationship and isolates us from Christ, separating us from receiving the Lord's sanctifying grace. But we should always remember that Christ dying and rising offers us new life in his spirit whose saving grace delivers us from sin and heals sin's damage within us. Does any isolation from the Lord leads to bad fruit? Things such as immorality, impurity, idolatry, jealousy, acts of selfishness or divisions, occasions of envy and, and the like. The Christian moral life is one that seeks to cultivate and practice virtue. What is a virtue? You know, virtue is a habitual and firm disposition to do the good. It allows a person not only to do good things, but as Matthew Kelly says, to be the best version of ourselves. You know, that should be the goal of all of us, no? But we all know that our growth in virtue can be hampered by the reality of sin. And so the church's tradition speaks of the seven deadly sins. And counter to these are the seven heavenly virtues. But at the root of the, these deadly sins can be lies that we've come to believe in some way, which cover over even deeper fears in our own hearts. And the seven deadly sins can lead us to isolation from Christ, while the heavenly virtues lead us to communion with Him. Over these weeks of Lent, I will be reflecting upon the deadly sins and their opposing virtues with the intent of allowing the Lord Jesus to help us to see where we have isolated ourselves from Him so that we can repent of these sins. As Jesus does this in His love for us, He will lead us to the conversion and deeper communion with the Father. And to be in communion with the Lord means to experience His forgiveness. It means to constantly receive His love for us and then to allow that love to flow outward to others. In the words of Jesus himself, whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. 
good fruit for the kingdom. So I hope that you will join me on this journey through this season of Lent. And may God bless you all.